Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And this is A Different Angle. So, to all the people on Instagram, thank you for joining us already. As always, we're going to give you all 15, 20 minutes of this episode, which tomorrow you can find it on prn.live at 5 p.m. Once again, prn.live, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, Rod, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Beautiful week. Oh, the weather's so nice. Isn't it? I got shorts on. Oh, man. I'm happy. The knees out, y'all. The, knee, the knees are out. And the lotion. Knees. They got that cocoa butter. I thought you used Crisco. Nah, bro. I, oh. Look, it's right here. It's right there. <laughs> For people who can't see it, I literally have cocoa butter like in my hand as we speak. <laughs> literally has cocoa butter. Literally. <laughs> so, man, uh, we've had a couple heavy weeks. So we just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit and just switch up the topics. Um, man, did you really want to talk about what you wanted to talk about? Well, listen, I was scrolling <laughs> on Instagram and uh, I, I had some questions for a lot of the people. And I need some answers to my questions because, I, you know, I follow a lot of fitness people um, as I'm on this journey of losing these poundage that's on uh, <laughs> Rodney's back. Um I follow a lot of people that stay, try to stay fit and um, meal prep and stuff like that on Instagram, which, you know, algorithms, once you start doing yep. that, everything, it yeah. everything else. So that's when the Instagram models start popping up. That's when all these things start popping up. So when I stop scrolling for a second, I ask myself, why? Why is it that you want to take the route of be, of putting content out to showcase your assets are you doing it because you are a essentially a what they call a sex worker Mm -hmm. are you doing it because you have some type of things that you need to get over from your past where you used to look one way but now you look this way and you're just proud of yourself Mm -hmm. what is your true direction of why you do what you do and is it appealing to men and how does it affect our mental health Mm mm-hmm and I know that's a very loaded question. <laughs> no, absolutely. But it's, it's ways to break it down because us as guys, look, we're, we're very fickle individuals. Yeah. Um, we 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 like one thing one day. We don't like something next the next day. You can wear a different color t shirt. We hate it. We right. don't like the absolutely. whole outfit. It's disgusting. Take it off. But you <laughs> rock you rock one sweater. Oh my God, you're beautiful. There's some of us like I don't give a damn what you wear as long as you got clothes on. Yeah. So, right. why is it just such urge to go hard all of a sudden, go heavy into this, I have to be on the screen, I have to put out content, I have to be an Instagram model. We see it more and more now, more than ever, where it's it's easy to do. It's not hard. Right. And if you have the body to show off, you want to show it off. Right. But there are people out here that did not have that body naturally. And, and, and they're putting a lot of work in. And on top of that, it does go both ways. You know what I mean? So let's let's put that out there also. It definitely goes both ways. You know what I mean? It's very easy. Even us as content creators, which is what we are, you know, it's it it's sometimes it is difficult to create the content. So, you know, it, it might be easier just to take your shirt off and show off your 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 assets as you call them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um it, it's inter- it's a very interesting thought. So like 
me in particular, and this is not a shot. We are just having a conversation, and I do feel like we have to preface that because I don't want anybody to take it personal. This is just, honestly, uh, this episode essentially is just two friends talking. Yeah. Right? I will also want to, I mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I want to preface this by saying what I said, what I mean by assets. What an asset is is something that you essentially own or you have an investment in. Yeah. When you work as a sex worker or when you work as an Instagram model or when you are a brand ambassador for something, you happen to have yes. a body look good, men or women, that's you. It's money invested. Mm-hmm. You're now, you made yourself an asset and, and you're invested into yourself. Right. So take that as a compliment, folks. Don't take that as me being trying to be disrespectful. That's literally a business mindset. You're trying to be entrepreneurial by using. The, the assets that you have that right. can give you a leg up or an advantage. Right. So there's nothing wrong with it. I am just have the big question of how does that, for the everyday man that's not looking like that, mm-hmm. for the everyday woman that's not looking like that, how does it affect their mental health? Well, look, right, so, you know, on a personal level, like you and I, so, like, you know, we're not the most fit people, Um so I think that, you know, obviously I feel that that obviously messes with people's mentality, you know, and, and this isn't new. Like this aspect of that isn't new. You know, we've had Victoria's Secret catalogs and just regular models and, and, and kids and Toys R Us magazines and all of this other stuff, you know, which is supposed to show off the quote, end quote, ideal look. But there is no ideal look because it's all based off preference, right? So me personally, like if it comes to like getting your body done or something like that, I do think it depends on what it is and why. You know, what's the reason? I've never really been into it, honestly. That's just me. Um, You know, uh, I just, you know, it's – and granted, this should be a question. We need to find a guest to to ask these questions to because – you know, this is something that we're not really into when it comes to, you know, when it comes to more than just using your voice, per se, mm-hmm. you know, um, or your creati- creativity, making videos, as in, like, editing or doing, like, funny TikToks or, you know, reels or whatever the case may be. So, but it does boil down to, you know, this is the generation we're in, you know, COVID did a lot. You know, I think COVID definitely put more people in front of the screen, in front of the camera. Um, because what else were what else were we doing? You know, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people were trapped in their house, quote unquote, and uh, you know they couldn't really do much. So what was there to do other than make up things to keep your mind off of the fact that you can't do anything? And granted, most of these people have become very, very successful at doing this. Oh, absolutely. And most of them have been very, very funny while doing it. And you can look good and be funny at the same time. Yeah. You, you can be creative and look good at the same time, too. Um, we see the cosplay people who we only got to see them at different conventions and yes. stuff. Now we see them just breaking out of their shell saying, freaking convention. Mm-hmm. We want to do this right here on Instagram Live. We want to do this with content every single day. Right. And they're putting up cool content every day. Yeah. You know. The biggest thing I always thought of is because I have a lot of single friends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my single friends would sit there and be scrolling and seeing them like, wow, man, that girl's beautiful. I'm never going to get a girl like that. Right. And it, it breaks my heart 
in a lot of ways because I'm like, yes, she can, man. You got to just believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. That per- It's not that that person's fake. It's that person is somebody that believes in confident and they're confident in their body and confident in their self. Right. And listen, deep down inside, we don't know how they feel every day, mm-hmm. but this might be their happy place. Their outlet. Yes, the outlet. And we that's the second half of this, what we're going to talk yeah, about is right. outlets and how we got past certain places in our life and got what were some of our outlets. And maybe we could share that, actually share some funny stories with it. Yeah, for but sure. Maybe it's an outlet for the, for the quote-unquote sex worker to do what they do. Yeah. Maybe they had aspirations of being a part of the adult film industry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if that's what you choose to do, and some people make a very pretty penny off of it, um, a lot, a lot of money's generated. There's some. Earners. I'm still waiting for my check. This like, no. wow. Um, <laughs> what I said. Never mind. <laughs> oh, you want to drop sneaky link? No, what, sir. Uh, no, uh, sir. We just had that conversation. Is your, is your menu list, free? bro? I promise you. I Are promise you. you the wife and I literally had this conversation earlier today about it's too. It ju- it takes too much energy. To do all no, of this no. craziness. Yes, it does. No, Time, no. energy, mental capacity. Mental you got to keep up your lie. Like, bruh. Keep Anyways. up lie. Why are you lying for? This should be no lie. If it, you said sneaky link, all right? That's what my brain went to. Dude, just put the link in the bio. Like everybody else. <laughs> no, no. Like, what the? It's called link tree. Just put it in the bio and just name it something or make it an emoji. You know what Anyways. People, look, no. look, look. <laughs> I had a couple of friends that I that I knew from around the way that quit their jobs to start doing content. Yeah. Yeah. And... Hey, they've been okay with it. The yeah, way they've they been do good it at is it. they they drop the link in the bio with the emo with an emoji as the title of the link. Yes. so you don't know what it is. Yep, or they say exclusive content or something like that. So it's not a lie. They're not lying to anyone. You clearly can see what's going on here, but they do what they do, and that's something that people are into now. There, look, people have found way, weird ways to make money. All throughout, like you said, throughout the pandemic, it's been crazy. Right. The making money ideas, the things that people have come up with. Some of them are really cool. Some of them are really crazy. If you got a 3D printer, you can make almost damn near everything. Yep. Exactly. Um, so I'm very, very intrigued, and I would love to get maybe an Instagram model in or somebody yeah. in. Mm-hmm. If, and the people in the crowd, if you know anyone, 88pod2023 at gmail.com. Let us know. If you know anyone... Please send us the information. Yeah. We'll reach sure. out. I got questions. For sure. Because I'm not trying to knock them. I respect the hustle if that's what you choose to do. Now, yeah. for me, that's not me. I'm not I'm not going out there. I'm not calling the wife saying, hey, content tonight, 9, 8, 9 o'clock. <laughs> content tonight. You know what it is. <laughs> no, nah, like, you know, we're not doing any of that. But what some people do is they choose to do that. Now, other people specialize in certain things. Feet, hands. You know, hand models or people think they're jokes. These are things. How do you think we get people with sneakers, the ring, you know, all the rings for for Jacobs and K jewelers and things like that? Like, these are all legitimate jobs. You know what I mean? You got to keep I can't do it. My nails are horrible. I bite my nails. I can't do that. I definitely don't like feet. So that's not going down. Um, You know, it's just. And let's let's. Sometimes, sometimes the content doesn't gotta be hardcore like that. Absolutely. Sometimes you can just do something that you're wearing. 
Yep. People will all pay monthly for you not even to, you don't have to take off your clothes all the time, folks. Yep. That's not something that, because it also leads me to something I saw a rapper say yesterday on social media. And I thought about what he said. I'm not going to repeat what he said. It doesn't need to be said. But we all probably seen it. It makes a very good point. And the point that he was trying to make is that no matter how you look at it, those people are going to be viewed in a certain kind of way because of X, Y, and Z, what they're doing. Yep. And even even though even if you feel that it's a source of making money, you know, it's you're gonna get viewed a certain kind of way. Yeah. It's just like rappers and get viewed a certain kind of way based off their their music. Right. So when you have all that content and you have ideas there's ways to go about going now. Some people, like I said, some people go hardcore into this, mm-hmm. where they might want to go to Hollywood and see if they can get involved in the industry. Some people just do modeling, straight yep. modeling, and they get really cool jobs by doing these gigs, modeling online. Mm-hmm. Even um, sponsors, yeah, sponsors. They get really cool sponsors just, you know, talking. I mean, it's it's easy stuff, right? So. Essentially, like, like you would think it's easy stuff, but if it comes to even just making the money, a lot of people need to realize it is still a process. You still have to work to get to these points. Yeah, absolutely. And I just like I'm not trying to know. Once again, I'm not knocking. No, not at all. The content creators do what you got to do and what they want, what they choose to do. Like I said, I'm not doing it. That's their life. Yep. I respect you because you're out here and you're paying your bills and you're putting food on your table. That's what you choose to do. I don't like people knocking my profession. I don't want to knock yours. Exactly. And I'm not judging you because only God can judge you. I ain't, I'm not God. So. Yep. But I will tell you this. I'm just interested on in how everything, how it works. Yeah. Because I've never really, you know, you never really had these kind of like sit down like, yo, how is this person making $12,000 a month? And, like, and This is crazy. Yeah. And on top of that, right, you think about it. You know, and we say this time and time again on this show. You know, we are, you know, pro wrestling content creators. Yes. We even have and some wrestlers that do what they, yeah, what they do. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it, it, it's like, yo, it's so hard. Sometimes it's just so difficult to get the followers in. Sometimes it's just so difficult to keep people engaged. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, you go, damn, well, what do I have to do to either A, keep them engaged, B, look different, C, um... You know, to get to a point where I can make money off of this. You know, I can stay home and just essentially have fun, but it's still work. You know, um, keep the sponsors happy if you're sponsored. You know, it, there's a lot of different ways to approach it. Yeah, and I know people have their views on it, and then you're gonna it's gonna be scrutinized. But what are you gonna do? People scrutinize people that own dispensaries. Yes, people scrutinize people. That are in garbage businesses, like uh, junk removal, mm-hmm. power washing businesses, which I which I thoroughly enjoy to do power washing. I love power washing; so relaxing. Um, but it's you can you can criticize anything anybody does. Yeah. And I, what I want people to understand is that it's okay to do what you want to do. And those who want to just come out here and hate. You're only saying that. You're only saying something about yourself, right? 
it's not saying nothing about that person that you're hating on. You're really hating on them because of insecurity that you're dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. Is it envy? Is it jealousy? Are you going through something? Yep. Are you mad because they're making twelve grand a month and you're not? Well, maybe they maybe you should get next to them and learn what they're doing. Rub up against them, saying, "Hey, what's what's going on? How are you earning?" Yeah, no, because exactly. Now, if they tell you, "Well, I'm I'm selling feet picks," then guess what, dude? If it works for you, if it works for you, knock yourself out. If your feet look nice enough, you want to sell them, good luck. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is that it's happening, folks. It's out here. Yeah. And when you scroll through Instagram, and you're not even meaning to, you're not looking for those particular things. But when you follow, it's you, just how algorithms work, man. You follow one fitness guy telling you how to meal prep. I was, I literally was watching this dude. He does calisthenics, does no cardio, mm-hmm. just straight calisthenics. Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Does it right in the jungle gym outside his building. All the kids surrounding, they all, they all work out with him. You go scroll. Next thing you see, a woman in the gym, lifting. You know, building muscle and stuff like that. But then you scroll a little bit more, then you see something like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. Right. That ain't right. supposed to be here. Right. You know, and but it just comes with the algorithmic mm-hmm. system. That constantly changes, too. Yes, it constantly changes. Well, all it takes is one like, and next, you know, it's on another. Track. Exactly. So anytime, a little tip, folks, if you ever run into that situation, just like a sports content or like a wrestling content. Something you like. Cartoons. Right. I'm a nostalgic freak, so I love old 90s, 80s, 80s stuff. Yeah. I instantly like that. My dead next, you know, all I'm seeing is nostalgic right. commercials right. and whatnot. Right. So I don't got to tell you guys how algorithms work. But the point is, do you see it more and more? It's in our kids' faces. Yeah. It's in our faces. For men that are single, that, you know, you're, you find yourself by yourself, mm-hmm. a little lonely. Flirt.com. Right. You know, right. and... um. This can be like this can be damaging for a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it almost sets up this false reality that now you get in your mind that this is what every girl is gonna look like, or yeah. this is what every guy's gonna look like, or or look for, or look for, or like this is what they're this is what they're looking for. Right. I'm never gonna be that. Yeah. And that's the whole, like that's my whole point about this is like wow, like I respect what you do, mm-hmm. but. There can be some severe consequences to the other people that are watching you. Yeah. So you got to be careful mm-hmm. about how you maneuver with this. And those who like your stuff, good job. Mm-hmm. Those who hate their stuff, haters going to hate. And those who are going through something, just having a hard time with their self-esteem and seeing that, just remember, everybody looks good in their own way. Right. Now ask them. Go. I want you to. I wish you can DM that person. And ask them what was your journey like to get you where you are today. Yeah, yeah. Because their journey might be they were severely obese, and they changed their life and lost a bunch of weight, and they feel good about themselves now. They can show their body off on Instagram. Right. Social media is is, is used now. It's more, it's a tool and multi. It's a multi tool now. Mm-hmm. It just used to be one screwdriver. Now it's a pocket watch. <laughs> a smartphone. It's it's inspector gadget. A, a bottle opener. <clears throat> Literally, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, these these outlets are all inspector gadgets. Yeah. 
they can do everything. Yeah, for sure. So you got to be real careful. If you're dealing with self-esteem issues, you're dealing with some mental health deeply, I would say put the phone down and sign out. Yeah. Sign out uh, Sign out on all your social media because you're going to see things on there. If you're dealing with weight issues, you're going to see some fit people. You're going to see some heavy people. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some people that's in between. But you might also see some people that's dealing with what you're dealing with. And sometimes you don't want to be sitting in that same pool with the same people. And now some might understand you, but are you really growing? Because right. now it's just people just dealing with stuff. Right. right. It's, it's, you know, the saying, misery loves company. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to really try to pull yourself out of that situation if you want to. You know, sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you're really knee deep in in that hole that you created or or because of circumstance or happenstance. You know, you 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 really, you know, we spoke about depression before on 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 the show and you know, sometimes it is just really difficult to get out of that. So, that's understandable, but just remember that you can speak to somebody. Remember that you can reach out. Um, but man, listen, you know what, but, but here's the flip side to that, right? Maybe creating content will help, you know, maybe creating content, creating things based off of what's going on in your mental can truly help you let that go. This podcast is a perfect example. You know, we, you and I use this not only to reach out to people, and, you know, we said this from the very first episode, right? This isn't just to reach out to people. This is also for us, you know? And that's not to be greedy, but it's because we also go through our own things. So sometimes the topics that we bring up is maybe because we're going through it right then and there, you know? So, and even with the guests, you know what I mean? Hearing different stories, uh, hearing how people have either fallen and risen or fallen and maybe not been able to get up yet or just some of the trauma and or victories that they had and or have or, you know, however you want to word it. Um, it's it's incredible, honestly. Um, but, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's not necessarily plugging out, but it's just creating something to go, you know what? I feel better now because now it's no longer on my mind. It doesn't <clears throat> It doesn't mean that you have to share it with the world. But even if you create it, like TikTok, for instance, right? You can create something and keep it on private. Yeah. But you've gotten it out. It's like writing. It's like a it's journal. A, it's a video journal. It's a vlog, if you will. Yep. You know? So, or vlog or however people want to say it, you know? Um, it, it it all depends on how you want to approach it, but you have to find out how you want to approach it. And sometimes it might take a while. So it's it can be det- detrimental, but it can also heal. So it's such, you know, like uh, two sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's, it's, it's crazy when you really think about it. And I don't expect everybody to agree or disagree. Like, this is why we have these conversations. Uh, but but no, man, that it's uh, it's definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. Oh, yeah. It, no, it, it's, it's one of those open ideas, man, where you can really look at yourself and say, wow, this is crazy how this person looks on here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you can scroll and then you're like, wow. 
it's just wild how they just made that dish of food. Right, right, right. And then, right. oh wow, that's crazy how they just built that. Man, look at look at this place outside of the country. Look at that. How I can't tell you how much I see things from Japan, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to yep. go. And I, look, you guys know me. So I want to go to Switzerland so bad. I'm a lot. Of, I just find like my guilty pleasure. I'm probably most likely gonna take a trip before my life is over. I'm gonna go to Switzerland. I think it's beautiful. Um. It's one of the most beautiful places on earth, mm-hmm. but sometimes the content of the Switzerland page, so they, Switzerland vacations, I believe it's called, comes up. So it's the beautiful mountains and and the, and the, and the snow yep. all over the houses and how peaceful and calm people are out there. And so I don't know what goes on out there. I'm not in the Swiss news, mm-hmm. but I would love to know. Yeah, I would love to take a peek. Right, right, right. You know, so it's. It also is a way to give you hope for things. It gives you something to look forward to. It's, sorry, I was just going to say, especially when we have to deal with what we have to deal with in the U.S., you know, and social media, you know, like I said earlier, man, social media can be such a good outlet if you let it. And it's really you. You know what I mean? It's It's what you choose. It's really what you choose to consume, you know. And look, there are some things we can't get away from. That that's completely understandable. But you know, we can always choose to just pass it, to scroll past it, to say next. You know, hit hit your Ariana Grande, thank you next. You know what I mean? Like, or you can hit not interested. This that, is not interested. That's true too. Um, hit that not interested, man. And, it's true too. But everybody on Instagram. Thank you so much for for uh, tuning into the live. Tomorrow, this episode will come out, and you can hear the second part of this conversation that we'll have. Uh, it's on prn.live at 5 p.m., a different angle. Make sure you go to check it out. Also, there's a lot of things going on outside of this podcast, so make sure you follow this man and myself on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you like. We'll see y'all next week, and y'all will hear us. Manana. Peace. Let's get to that second part. Mm. So we brought up depression not too long, a few episodes ago. Sir. And it made me think. Growing up or even, you know, now, going through the things that we go through, we have different outlets. And I wanted to make this fun. You know, like, what are some of the outlets that we do or we use to... to Make ourselves feel better, to get ourselves out of that hole, to uh, maybe lose my train of thought. Thanks. Uh, uh, <laughs> I saw the bottle of cocoa butter. Sorry, it was a joke. It was a joke. Nobody said this was PG. Um, but uh, so I guess I'll start us off. Start us off, right? Video games. Video games is always my outlet mm. from the Sega Genesis days. From 1991, from the first Sonic the Hedgehog, 91, 93, one of the two. It's either one or the two. I know that for a fact. Um, but, you know, playing playing Altered Beast. If you had a Genesis, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Playing Street Fighter, the first Mortal Kombat. You know, a lot of people don't remember the Mortal Kombat blood code from the Sega Genesis. I'll never forget it. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. You know what I mean? That was my Contra code. Come on, man. Uh, you guys never played 
Toy Story. Lion King. Oh, my God. Lion King, one of the hardest games out there. Aladdin. Aladdin. Remember the Game Gear? Yeah. Had oh, it. I remember the Game Gear. <laughs> See, this is, for, this is for, you know, once again, we're in our 30s, so this is for our, 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 Do I remember the game our generation. Game? I remember when Jay had the original Game Boy. Mm. Gray brick. Huge. <laughs> I was like, yo, heavy, heavy for no reason. Four double A's. Why? <laughs> Game Boy Color comes out. Oh, two batteries. Yeah, lighter. Well, how did y'all? Y'all didn't think of this before? Nah, man. No, the worst was with the Game Boy, and then you had the the magnifying glass piece that came up and flipped over the screen that had the lights, and if it didn't have the lights, you had the attachment for the light that you had the. Squiggle the squiggly, and then remember with the neons for the colors, they had the neon colors squiggly light match the game. Man, boy. good times, <laughs> good times. Carrying case, yes, sir. Gotta have a jumper cable on you so you can trade Pokemon. Oh between, man, in between with another the friend, jumper cable, the link cable. Yeah. <laughs> he's thinking about cars, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, um, I'm on a journey right now. He's he's he's, go, he's going on it. Um, but. We uh, video games was always one of my best outlets to this yeah. day, and you know for series like Halo, series like Mortal Kombat, series like Sonic, series like you know Mario Kart. If you were friends, you know uh, it, it was like I said, man, Devil May Cry. Like it was always one of my outlets, and yes, too much can be dangerous sometimes. But getting lost in that world, to me, it's like reading a book, right? The only thing is that it's visualized for you. It's like watching a movie, like watching a TV show. You know, the only thing is you it's interactive. You know what I mean? So you get lost in that world and you get interested in the story and invested in the characters. And, you know, you want to know what's next. You know, the pain in the butt is trying to beat that boss that you've been stuck on for three days. You know, it, but once you beat it, there. You know, a lot of people think that there's a false, a false feeling of satisfaction. There's nothing false about it, because the fact of the matter is that you did actually put in the work to beat something, to yeah. beat it. So the narrative of, for me, the narrative of of getting lost in comic books, getting lost in video games, or, or, or I'm sorry, let me rephrase this, because that's not what I mean. I mean more so that. That the false narrative uh, or the, the narrative of, of the false accomplishments that comes from beating video games or things like that. There's not, Once again, there's nothing false about it. The accomplishment is very real when it's real to you. I think that's fair. Um, I was always scrutinized while playing video games. A, because it always took up the living room TV. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and be scrutinized right now because I'm married and have a child and video games. Who has the time for that? So, with that being said, it's hard for me to find video games as an outlet. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I've now more than ever used it as an outlet. But growing up, all he had, what? My brother had the PS. No, I had the PlayStation. My brother was a Nintendo and Xbox guy. Mm-hmm. So, my brother had a Nintendo 64. I had a PlayStation 1. The PlayStation 1, MLB 99, mm-hmm. our go-to game that's only one of the only games we owned. 
all the NBA lives. Mm-hmm. Another one, and used to have NFL game day. That was that was, and I had Street Fighter. Yeah, two. Yeah, Street Fighter two. That's older, older though. And um, I remember I traded Street Fighter two with somebody for um. I think it was I think it was like Marvel versus Capcom. Mm. No, you probably had Street Fighter three then. Probably had like the XS or when it, those games. Yeah, Street Fighter three. Yeah, because I traded yeah, yeah, yeah. it and I traded it. Yeah, that's when I had my first experience with fighting games. And then me and my brother decided that we wanted to put like we used to get the mail in. Yep. On um, demo disc. Yes. And Bloody Raw oh, was on one of such those. Such a good demo, game, demo Alice. She on, was the best. <laughs> Freaking believable. She was the best. So when you when you go through life as a little kid playing video games, especially with a family who is not so, so supportive of video games, mm-hmm. even though my dad played video games up until like two, 2015. Um, yeah. It was crazy. I didn't have an outlet for video games so much. Yeah, when I, I played it when I had to, when I had the time, mm-hmm. space, and opportunity to play. Yeah, I see. My family played video games. You know, I I got it really from my sister, from my oldest sister. Um, she kind of handed down the, the Genesis to me, either that or I just played it way too much, and then you know it was in my room. Um, <laughs> but but no, it, that's how it was. You know, and I brought up Halo earlier. That was one of the games. You know, when I was. I want to say early high school. I want to say somewhere around there, like late late junior high, early high. 2002? Then that's high school. Yeah, ex- so first Xbox. Because remember, yeah. that was that was the release. It was, it was that was 2001, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Um, but, you know, we would play Halo together, you know. Uh, and that was one of the ways that we had, we bonded. Um you know, and I've also mentioned things like this before, you know, comic books, cartoons, like the fantasy aspect of a lot of things always enticed me. Knights, dragons, magic, uh, space, you know, uh, you know, you and I, we were just talking about Star Trek, right? Yeah. You know, um, Star Wars, getting getting lost in that world, you know, oh. Ha- oh, classic, um, you know, even with movies, Harry Potter. The Marvel, you know, cinematic universe. Uh, going back before that, you know, following series like Rocky, following things like you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, following things like um, Aliens, you know, Predator. Like these, you know, even if there's like a love story franchise or whatever the case may be, you know, for me, for me in particular, you know, outside of video games, comics were always there. You know, I brought that up before. You know, definitely Spider-Man being my favorite superhero. Um, And, uh, you know, that martial arts did a lot for me. Um, That became a very good outlet for me also. Um, I think, once again, I think the fantasy of things, yes, you know, you can use it as an escape. But it depends on how you use it. You know, I tend to relate to a few of them, you know, and, uh, you know, there there's a lot of conversations and I don't want to call them arguments, but a lot of conversations and discussions about, oh, it's not really good for you, blah, blah, blah. But but is it not good for you or is it the amount 
that you're taking in is not good for you. You know, it, when, or, when does it get detrimental? Or is it not good for you just because the person that's telling you it's not good for you telling you it's not good for yeah, you? Yeah, that too. You know, oh, oh, you know, we're once again, we're in our 30s. Oh, wrestling is for kids. Oh, remember those days? Re- what do you mean remember? That was a couple days ago. You know, like wrestling's for kids, wrestling's fake. I love that. I love I, you know, I love it. I love it. Tell, you know, me, tell me again how fake it is. You know, just like just like the reality shows that you watch. So just like every single movie you line up on <laughs> opening night to go see. For real. You thought the Blair Rich project was real? I don't think so. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Ooh, you better lay low. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it, man, I just think it's funny, you know, but wrestling has truly gotten me through some of the hardest times in my life, you know? So, like, I know for you, reading was a big deal, mm-hmm. you know? Wrestling was also obviously a big deal for you. Sports oh. is probably the biggest for Ooh, you. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. Sports, huge outlet. Football, basketball, huge outlets. When it came down to pro wrestling, I consider pro wrestling a sport as well. Yes. Outlet from the whole theatric angle of wrestling, storytelling, entrance, music, atmosphere, everything you want to say about wrestling and how bad it is. Understand this. Wrestling is a part of who I am. It's embedded in me. It's fried in me. You can't cut it out. You can't kill it. It's going to be there forever. Yep. Until I go on the ground. Yep. That's how That's how I look at it. Um, and it's got me through some dark days. When That was the only thing to look forward to when you come home and you're yeah. hungry and there's nothing to eat. Yeah. When you don't have any money, you can't go nowhere, but you know Sunday night heat's coming on. Mm-hmm. You know, when Saturday morning when everybody's outside playing and but you, you got to go to the laundry or you got to go do things with your parents or you got to go do your chores, but you knew Livewire was coming on so you could hear people calling and talking yeah. about storylines. Yep. You know, those things I looked forward to. Forget about the pay-per-views every month. We're not going to forget about those, man. The, the height level as a kid, knowing that it's pay-per-view Sunday mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, those are happy moments in my life that, are still here today. Yes, yes. So when you're down and out on a Monday and work has been kicking your butt, at least you know 8 o'clock when you get home, you're in your happy place. Right. So that's one of my huge outlets, pro wrestling. Sports. You hit the nail right on the head. Reading was a huge outlet. Writing poetry was writing, big. Writing, yeah. was big for me. Yeah. Um. Putting pen to paper was a beautiful thing. It changed everything for me. And sometimes you read your own writing. Sometimes I got made fun of about writing poetry because I couldn't spell very well. And it actually poetry actually helped me with my spelling long term. Um, it helped me write more to mm-hmm. learn how to write better. Yeah. To learn how to spell better. And to to the more repetitions I put in the work now, I, I am where I am today. So yep. that, that was the beauty of that. But music and movies is a staple in the Harris household. If yeah. you can't sing lyrics, you're not a part of this family. Yep. If you can't recite movie lines off the top of your head, you're not a part of this family. 
we somebody will start, and if somebody doesn't finish on the back end, you're not a part of this family. <laughs> That's the one thing that you got to understand. And I told you how excited I got when, yeah. my, when Angelica did it. it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's it. That's it. She she did it." And I was so excited. I called my mom. Um, it, th- this is one of those things where I've seen almost every movie you could possibly think of, and people are like, Roddy, how did you see that? Well, how the hell do you know what movie that is? Well, I've seen it. Right, right. There, there, was a, there was a time where my friends tested me. They put on every radio station, and every radio station I went to, whatever current song is currently on, I knew the lyrics to every song. I was the on. same way, same way. And they're like, Roddy, that's scary. You're like a walking jukebox. I was like, yeah. I just love music and movies. Mm-hmm. I love pop culture. I love it. It's just to me, it's one of the greatest things that you can ever ever have knowledge about. Right? Knowledge up on pop culture is going to make you. And I'm, I'm attest to this because I know this by experience. It's going to make you so much more valuable when you're trying to win people over. Mm-hmm. When you're trying not to impress people, but to to make friends, to to get along with people. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain interests in pop culture that you're, you're going to have that's more likely to be the same as someone else's. Yes. So remember that. Don't shy away from pop culture. Dive in. Right. Uh, music. You brought up music. And me writing music, me doing, you know, rapping when I was younger, you know, that did a lot for well, me too. Um, yes, sir. I'm sorry. I, no, I had to ask this question because I never asked it. What was your name? KJ. You, KJ. K-A-Y-J-A-Y. Wow. My first two initials. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Spotify? Uh, no, no. It's, it's nowhere. Archived? Uh, it's archived somewhere that I have. And, okay. And I need to find it, actually. You own your masters? It's, it's in, like, <laughs> what masters? Oh! <laughs> no, I, I oh. own everything. It's mine. Oh. It's mine, baby. He said, what masters? No. Um, what is that? <laughs> no, yeah. No, everything's mine. Um, actually, they're in two old computers that I have that I can't get into. So I got to figure out a way to get those. Um, ADA pod <laughs> 2023 at gmail.com. Anybody knows please, how please. to get into two computers without please. knowing the password? Please, thank you. Thank please, you, please. Help us out. <laughs> I beg of you. There's tons of pictures that I would love to take from there. I got to hear this music. Uh, not you, I. Right. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I wasn't bad. I wasn't, I wasn't terrible. Um, but no, that really did help me in a lot, uh, during a lot also. Um, cause I wrote poetry before I started doing the music also, and it just kind of evolved into it. Um, I was never really one to write like stories, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I was, I was one to write in a journal, you know, I definitely had journals, um, that definitely helped out a lot too, just to get your frustration off on paper. Even if it was a good day, just writing down what was going on in your good day. You know, I used to I used to look back at a lot of my journals and just to see how far I came. Uh, I, sadly, I don't believe I have them anymore, but you know, I I can vividly remember a lot of them, and and like I said, man, just just to see how far I came as a person throughout life. It's humbling more than anything else. Um, and look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I had the toughest life. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I grew up in the hood or, you know, I was chased by craziness all the time. No, that wasn't me. It wasn't me. I I, I tended to stay away from all of that anyway. 
But, you know, I had these outlets, you know, like I said, music, performing, performing it, um, the martial arts, the all the nerdy stuff that I love. Um, my question to you, Rod, is outside of the things that we've mentioned already, what's something that you could say within the last five to seven years hmm. that you've discovered that has gotten you through things like like that's been your outlet well i would say it's two things one of them is being podcast yeah and broadcasting um it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of focus to do this yes sir uh and i applaud all who do it in any way shape or form or capacity it's it's a lot of work it's not easy to prepare and it's not easy to do and it should be taken with respect yes um huge outlet for me Mm-hmm. Huge, huge outlet for me. Same. Second would be mentorship and mm. diving into getting a mentor, somebody that's going to be able to be in your corner, somebody that you can call at all times of the night with any question possible, somebody that's going to be able to teach you and willing to teach you and show you their way, how they got things done. So you can then apply those tools, apply those practices mm-hmm. with the tools that they're they're providing with you to build something of your own. Yes. So I, that's something that was big with me too. Finding the right mentor and will it be in, let it be in, um, and broadcasting. Let it be in television, radio, voiceover, personal, personal. Yeah. Having the right mentor is the key component to anything you're going to be successful in. Yeah. Somebody that's always gonna. You don't need a yes man or a yes woman around you. You need someone that's going to tell you the truth. Right. And I can tell you right now, you're going to get in this business. You want somebody that's going to tell you the truth. Don't get somebody around you that says, oh, man, you sound excellent behind the mic, brother. Don't do that. You don't need that guy. You need a guy that's going to sit there, critique you, and tell you the truth. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not easy doing this. But also also some of the other things outside the broadcasting that I do, I have a mentor for. Yes, sir. And I pride myself on paying my mentor back by being successful in that space. Yeah. So that's what I live for. Yeah. To make that, make that person proud. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you show me the way, the way I can pay you back is by making you proud and showing you that, Hey, look, your way worked. Right. And the way you really want me to pay you somebody back, the way you want me to pay you back is go show the next person pay it forward. Yes. So that's what I pride myself on is paying it forward now. And 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 I can speak firsthand, you know, with, with you and myself. You know, you know, without you, I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't be in this position right now, literally. Oh. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> but it, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? I appreciate and, that, man. And you know, I appreciate you so much for that. You. Among other people that that you know, we both know. Yeah. So shouts out to y'all because y'all know who you are. Um, you know, even even in a small time, a lot of things had changed for me mentally, the way I look at everything, my relationship, my parenting, my, you know, the way I look at the world, and and yeah, no, mentorship is truly important, and you hit the nail on the head when you said. That it's really, really in any aspect of your life, right? Yeah. So, you know, you could be mentored as a parent. Oh, yeah. And you could be mentored by your parents if you want to, because obviously you don't have to. You have a choice. Um, 
you know, you can be mentored by family. You can be mentored by great friends. You can be mentored by strangers who can become great friends. You know, um, it's funny. One of my favorite shows that that I see a lot of clips of is Suits. It used to be on USA. Mm-hmm. And watching Mike and Harvey's dynamic and watching how Harvey is Mike's mentor. But Mike has this amazing ability, you know, to have... Um, Photo, oh my gosh. Photo memory, photographic yes, memory. Yes, photographic memory. Um, and the way he uses it, like he memorized the whole law book and didn't go to law school and became a lawyer. Like, what? Now, granted, that's TV. I get it. You know, you still got to go and pass the bar and do all that other Absolutely, stuff. And but, but to have photographic memory, that's real. No, oh, very real. People, people can very look at real. something and memorize it. Shoot, I know people that got photographic memory and <laughs> that <laughs> and it give and it gave them OCD, you know, because I know that I put this here. Why isn't it there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so it's uh, it's very it's that that part is interesting to me. Um, I think something for me, um, skating was a big thing for me. I rode bikes when I was younger. I had rollerblades when I was younger. Um, but having a longboard as an adult helped a lot too. Um, I don't really do it as much now, to which I should, if I decide to stretch. Um, <laughs> but but it really did, man. Just, just cruising. Granted, you know, we're in New York City, so they have a lot of bike lanes here now and go down the West Side Highway. We used to go up, you know, the FDR you know, on on you know on the side of, among the water, man. I, I never forget it. My third time skating, I was twenty four, twenty five, something like that. And my it was my third time skating ever, and we did nineteen miles. We went from the band shelf in Central Park, all the way down to Battery Park, all the way Battery Park. Yeah, I said that right. Uh, um, all the way around. Um, back up to Toys R Us on 42nd Street. Then we went back to the band show. No, that's a lie. We went to FAO Schwartz. Um, that was on 5th Avenue and 59th Street. And then we went from the bottom of Central Park on the east side all the way to the top of Central Park on the east side. On a longboard. On a longboard. Well, think of it this way. The thing about longboards is that, you know, obviously the border, the board is thicker. It's longer, hence the name, but the wheels are thicker. So, number one, like I hate the sound of a skateboard, but you can go over cracks better. It's more longboards are more so more made for cruising. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why a lot of people put the longboard wheels on skateboards, you know, because they're comfortable with skateboards, but the wheels help travel, Um, help for travel, I should say. But that, you know, skating was really one of my biggest things as an adult. Um, just feeling the breeze, you know, it being a, a beautiful day out, feeling the breeze, you know, going by the water and feeling that, you know, that on your face and then just taking a break, sitting, you know, looking across to Jersey City, you know, looking down or looking down and seeing, you know, the Statue of Liberty going on the opposite side, looking at the bridges, looking at Brooklyn or Queens. And, you know, it, it's... Yo, we talk so much crap about New York, you know, because it's, Do we? I, I mean, I say it like this, right? I love it because it's home and I hate it because it's home, you know, but 
look, man, sometimes you really do just have to sit back and and just admire. You know, I'll tell you a secret love of mine that a lot of people don't know. <laughs> well, you might now um, is architecture. I I look at a lot of different buildings in New York and I truly pay attention to angles and the way things look, the way they're shaped, the way the where they are in positioning of other buildings. Um it it's architecture to to have a mind for architecture with the designs that we see in our city, you know, is incredible. It really is. That's so wild. Architecture. Mm-hmm. Man. That's so kind of guilty pleasure. Now you got me thinking of more like what one of my guilty pleasures. I'm a big fan of learning about how things like how things work or yeah. how they're made. Yeah. I get that. So like anytime for instance, I hurt my shoulder. Um, and my neck, working at a job that I used to work at for man, it was manual labor, and I went to a chiropractor for the first time in my life. I loved it, mm-hmm. loved every session, every time I had to go, and I was so excited to go because I loved the way it felt, I loved the way the sound, I loved everything about it, and I became obsessed with learning about chiropractic work and what they do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Chiropractors, man, or oh, they just crack bones. No, they do more than just crack bones. Mm-hmm. No, it's called an adjustment. Yes. You adjust everything back into place. Yeah. We don't realize how the damage we do to our body until you get adjusted. Mm-hmm. And you start to walk again. And you start to move a certain kind of way. You got that tricky elbow that just don't go down all the way. Right. They snap right. that bad boy back in place. And it's like, oh, snap, I can bend my arm for the first time in five years. Yeah. It's cool. So I, when, when you go down that route, you start to learn about massage therapy. Yes. Because there's soft tissue. Mm-hmm. You know, soft tissue, when you have soft tissue damage, you also have, can have, need to be repaired, needs to be massaged. It needs, needs your body after getting adjusted or even before getting adjusted needs to be relaxed. The right. muscles need to kill out and relax. So I learned a lot. Studying YouTube videos, all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I said, "You know, I want to be a massage, massage therapist." My wife shot that out of the sky immediately. E immediately, <laughs> I was going to buy a table. I was like, "Trish, I can work on you. This is it. You'll be my crash. You'll be my crash test dummy. Mm-hmm. All the things I do wrong." And she was like, "Absolutely not. <laughs> You're not touching other people. Massage works. It's good money, though. It's, <clears throat> it's great money. It may be good money, but." Think about it's this. Understa- you, no, it's understandable. It's you know, completely understandable. I'm not, I'm not sure how many massage therapists are married, but great. Thank God. So um, the biggest thing was finding that guilty pleasure, right? And um, you always got to have those cr- crazy outlets. Yeah. Um, that get you through some really tough times. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I know there's so much more I can say, but I know we're running out of time. Yeah, man. Uh yeah, yeah, it's about that time. All right, gotcha. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're touch on this again because there's a lot there's a lot of other different conversations that can go out of this, and um, you know, I think we might make this a regular thing with our guests. Ask them what their outlets are, mm. and, because you know everybody's a little different, and I think it would 
entice our fans to to hear that from other people. So thank you guys. We appreciate y'all so much, so much, so much. Rod, where can they find you, sir? They can find me on Instagram at Rod underscore Rod underscore Banks. They can find me on Twitter at Rod Rod Banks. Just let you guys know, quick update. Behind the Barricade is back yeah. in the living color. So you can catch Behind the Barricade once a month on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and my personal Twitter account. Hey. So I'm very excited about that. Also, coming up on ADA next month, we got some really cool guests that's going to show up. We got Coach Chris DeCollis that's going to come into the building. Yeah. <clears throat> we also have case manager and child care worker, Anthony Carragher coming in the building, so we should be excited to hear that. And the wonderful, wonderful Dino, Dr. Dinah Wiley, who hosts the show right here on PRN, Love, yes, Lust, and going to join the show. We're going to talk about the good old XEX word and Ooh. what it means in our generation. Ooh, you said that word. Yeah, no. Hey, listen, <laughs> but it's life and it's nature. No, absolutely. And, hey, listen, our daughters wouldn't be here if it didn't happen. You're right. So <laughs> You're right. We, we were going to be talking about with her what it means as for young people yes. to be involved in a relationship. And are we taking it for granted? Yes, absolutely. So those are a couple of things that's coming up for ADA, guys. For sure. And you can find me. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Marvel 87 Also, you can follow uh, the Four Corners of Commentary, which is my wrestling podcast, uh, every Thursday night uh, at 8.30 on Facebook, Twitter, and something else I'm blanking out on. Facebook, Twitter, and something else. And just, just find us, all right? You can find us. It's a purple square, Four Corners of Commentary. Excuse me, I'm exhausted. Okay, <laughs> um, I also want to give a shout out to Battle Club Pro Wrestling. They always put consistent, uh, amazing shows. Uh, I, I was just at one last night with my daughter, or uh, two nights ago, excuse me, with my daughter, which was great. So, shout out to all the ladies. And uh, there's one next week. So, if y'all are in the Brooklyn area, please look up Battle Club Pro Wrestling. Uh, they're a great, great, great promotion. You can find a different angle on Twitter and Instagram at ADA pod 2023. Also, you can email us at ADA pod 2023 at gmail.com guys. Thank you so much. Once again, for listening, we truly do appreciate y'all Rodney. Let them know. If you're looking for a different angle, we're the guys to give it to you. It's been a different angle guys. Peace. See you next week. <laughs>